Hello, everybody, and welcome to Timeless Wealth. I'm Amy Dietz-Graham, and I'm here with Sean Durkin. How's it going today, Sean? I'm good. Um, my neck's a little sore today. Your neck is sore? My neck's sore. Like What'd I woke you up do? this morning. It was like my left side of my, like right here is like really, really stiff. And um, I kind of was wondering how I did it. I mean, I did I sleep on it wrong? Um, yeah. But I think I think I know why it's, it's sore now. What'd you do now? So I was doing a uh, martial arts class yesterday morning where we were doing takedowns. And it just occurred to me that I was probably thrown over someone's back about 20 times. Well, given that. that it's called a takedown, <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised that your shoulder is hurting. So, yeah, so it's, so it's really sore. And then I decided after that, with no stretching or anything, I worked for a few hours after that. Then late afternoon, I played my final round of the round of golf of the year. Anyway. So if I, well, I, I kind of struggle a little bit like this or whatever, <laughs> that's, that's what's going on. Well, actually, t- funny you mentioned some of these things. We're going to be talking today about retiring with purpose. Ooh. And so one of the things that we want to talk to clients about as wealth advisors, we're often tasked to making sure that people, you know, have enough finances so that they can step away from what they do day to day now and, and enjoy their retirement. The challenge is is what are you retiring to? And sometimes it comes as a shock. It's like, well, what are you going to fill your day with, right? Golfing, karate, whatever it be. Um, so we thought we would kind of you know, take you through. You know, it's funny. Many, many a Herman cartoon <laughs> deals with the retired husband and wife uh-huh. who have never really spent any time together and until retirement. Up. And man alive, it's a grumpy comic strip, I'll yeah, tell you that. Yeah, so a big part of what we do is we have those types of conversations as well. So we thought we'd fill you in on some of the topics we've had and kind of daydream about what retirement could look like in our lives. Coming up next. Welcome back, everybody. I'm joined with Sean and Jalal. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks. So daydreaming a little bit about retirement. Um, as we mentioned, as wealth advisors, we're tasked to make sure that they have everyone has a good financial backing when it comes to that date of retirement. But oftentimes that date comes a bit of a, a shock for many. Um, you mentioned at the onset, you know, getting to know your partner again. Uh, you haven't been in the household together for a long period of time. Getting to know yourself again. Um, what is it that you like to do? Um, one of the questions we ask when we do a financial plan is what does it look like yeah and what I mean, and what answers do we usually get we it's get, totally understandable right yeah. when you when you when you're retiring like picture your life right yeah and you start let's say typically you start working in your let's say late teens early 20s right after you finish high school college or university mm-hmm. and you're working full-time for somewhere in the neighborhood of anywhere from 35 to 40 years and it's rare that people can actually you know, wean themselves, uh, you know, off of work over a period of time. It's mm-hmm. usually you're working full time until such time that you're not. Mm-hmm. Until the last day. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then all of a sudden you have this void in your life and it's more than just time. It's yeah. also your, you know, a lot of people look at work as, their, as part of their identity, whether they yeah. realize 100%. it or not. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And all of a sudden that's gone. Yeah. And all your colleagues, if you look at a lot of people, a lot of their friends arise from workplace environments yeah. rather than social environments yeah. when you think about it. And all of a sudden that changes. It changes. And it's a shock. Well, when we ask the question, what is it, what does retirement look like? We usually get the standard answers, you know, travel, golfing. And and those are those are good things to have on your list, but you can't do that every single day. So well, let's let's explore that. Yeah. Let's say someone says, like I say, I want to travel. Okay. Yeah. So when I retire, I want to travel. And I want to travel 
let's say, 14 weeks a year, mm-hmm. right? Which is a lot. That's like that is a lot. three plus months. Yep. Well, that's 25% of the year. Yeah. What are you going to do with the rest of your time? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then golf. Like some people are really good at golf. I don't they, like golf. And they can play it a lot <laughs> and they are good at it and it's fun for them. But a lot of people like me, we're not that good at golf. Well, and what happens when the season ends and we go into the dreary winter? Well, now what are you even, doing? No, but it's even worse than that because if you're not that good, like if you play more than once or twice a week, it gets frustrating for you because you're crappy at it. <laughs> that is true. That right? would be yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. I'm yeah. not a fan. <laughs> You're, so. you're not gonna you're not gonna get much better at that. Uh, no, at as that you get stage. older, typically yeah, yeah. you get worse at golf. Some people yeah. improve, but typically you, it gets worse. And yeah. so, so the, uh, my point is, all the things you think you can do when mm-hmm. you're age fifty or forty five, mm-hmm. it changes when you're yeah. sixty five. Yeah. Well, when we have the benefit of kind of watching clients go through that step, right? Yeah. So we've seen clients do retirement really, really well, yeah. and then we've seen others that really struggle with finding that new normal, their new routine. You know, the family dynamics have changed. Uh, you know, I've seen it in our own families. Uh, my parents have retired, quote unquote, but they, they both seem to be back at work. But they're in each other's faces a little more often than they used to. So it's, you know, they start to drive each other a little crazy and they need to take a break. But it's finding that new rhythm again right. and then finding out what you like to do again. And so, yeah. like, I mean, what for hobbies? a lot of people, like going off of what Sean said earlier, that a lot of for a lot of people. Um, your your career, your work is r- heavily tied to your identity, yeah. heavily tied to your personality, right? Yeah. How you view yourself. Um, and then a lot of people, and maybe even for those individuals as well, when you're working and you're working super mm-hmm. hard, whether as an entrepreneur or even just a normal, you know, salaried employee or whatever, you work really hard for that retirement. Yeah. You know, in the hopes that goal, that retirement is your goal. So then when you finally attain that goal, well, now you need completely new yeah. goals and completely new aspirations mm-hmm. because you got that goal. So yeah. I think that's where, yeah. and obviously you're at an age where um, things are, uh, adaptability is a little bit p- perhaps more difficult. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now you have to really dig down, you know, deep into mm-hmm. yourself to see what are your new goals now? You got yeah. the goal that you wanted to retire. Now what? And, and for some retirement isn't, it's changed over the years too, right? It yeah. used to be, here's the date where I stop and I don't work at all anymore. Yeah. We're seeing more and more where people will Maybe they work part time or maybe they leave that and they do something more of that's a passion because they have the financial flexibility to do that. But people are living a lot longer as well. So they want to do things that they enjoy, but knowing that they have the financial freedom to do it. Yeah. But they're busy doing other things. So volunteering for a cause that's really, you know, near and dear to their heart or, you know, again, doing some consulting Mm -hmm. work or working for their same employer, but maybe on less days because they still need them around for for their experience that they offer. So I think we have one client, uh, I think he's retired officially six times now. um, And somehow he he gets pulled back into the thick of it. Um, He's managed to uh, stay away for like seven years. Yeah. Well, and and he he loved it. Right. So it's, it's finding that, that normal and, and, what what it is you want to do well and and here's i think this is a big fear for for folks uh, you know when they retire is they always they they always hear the story of someone who retires mm-hmm. and they're you know day one they retire and then they're they're dead 5 years later you know because they didn't have a purpose they didn't have a passion and for whatever reason you know call it dying of rust i don't know but they pass on that mm-hmm. i think that petrifies some people yeah yeah retirement yeah well, and I think looking at ourselves, like Sean, you're pretty active. You know, you're you're. I'm active in a lot of things. Karate, good and bad. Good and bad. But have you, you know, and your wife Rebecca, have you thought about what that would look like? It's a long way away still, yeah. but 
you know, those are things to think about. So, so a couple of things that we've done in the last few, in the last several years, because it's something, I don't know if we did it consciously, but it just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually have activities that we share together mm-hmm. that we work on together so that, it, you know, I'm part of her life in this and she's part of my life in it. And yeah. we, we get along really well. And we go out and do these things. So, for instance, her and I will go to the gym quite often together and, and, and work right. out together. Um, you know, we participate in the martial arts mm-hmm. together. Like for instance, her and I are going on this journey this winter. But, um, you know, to get our third degree black belt, which involves a whole bunch of things. Like, for instance, starting January 7th at 7 in the morning, her and I on a Saturday are going to run out and jog five kilometers <laughs> in the freezing cold before we embark on a whole pile of other stuff we oh got to do. Gee, that's oh going to be every week. Saturday. Uh-huh. But it's, but it's a, we're pretty excited about because it it's a journey we're going to do together. Right. right. And so the hope is that when, when we do retire, you know, she doesn't wait. I hope we, we, we retire <laughs> together, but you know, she doesn't wake up and go, who are you? We actually have an experiential right. kind of, you know, life together. Yeah. Well, I think that's really important, right? Yep. And I know retirement's a long, long way for me. And I actually, I don't see myself ever really retiring. Yep. I feel like I'd Same. be in the category of I always want to have something. I really enjoy what I do. So in some capacity, doing this longer term. Well, the other thing we're doing too, because this is interesting, and it kind of relates to what you're saying, is, yeah. is we also are training ourselves now. Like for instance, when I'm downtown in Toronto a couple of days a week, you know, I'm not with my wife and my family because my kids, my children are older. Yeah. So there's we spend a couple of days a part right and then we're now starting to do from time to time where she'll go on a few days for mm-hmm. a vacation and then i'll go on a few days for a vacation separately so that we learn not only to be together yeah but we learn to be apart right mm-hmm. right which you know like especially in my case you know like the heart absence makes the heart grow fonder you really <laughs> learn about the relationship oh, yeah. i love it yeah. well sometimes i daydream i'm like where will my children end up and maybe that will take me you know will i be traveling to that location yep. more or you know, what will they end up doing? Maybe I'll get involved. I don't know. Maybe they start their own business and somehow they probably wouldn't want me around, but maybe I like integrate myself into something like that. Well, what is your passion? Like, I mean, like obviously it's way early days for you. Like, what are you, 25? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, no, Sean. like 22 and a half. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, 25, uh, Sean. You on. guys are the best. You're trying to get on my good side. But, but what, <laughs> like, what would be your passion when you retire? Like, like, what would, like if you woke up, let's say tomorrow and you had nothing to do, you know, So you're talking to somebody who's like in the middle of young kids in the thick of it. Chris and I talk about it like pre-children. What did we used to do? So we used to like book weekend trips to New York and we walk for hours and hours until our feet would fall off. We just love being outdoors. We love going into shows, like taking in shows and theater. I haven't done these things in years because of children. Haven't slept. Maybe I'll sleep. I don't know. I haven't slept. slept, (laughs) First year of retirement, I'm sleeping every day. I'm sleeping. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> but it's it's getting back to the things that you you really love to do and being yeah. outdoors is a big passion for our family and we have a cottage property i i kind of envision us spending a lot of time up there i grew up in a small town so mm-hmm. i like that environment a yeah. lot yeah. love the city hustle and bustle as well so kind of having the the best of both worlds to enjoy it so well and some of the best things in life too i mean you don't need a whole lot of money to do it. In fact, mm-hmm. like I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest in my world, some of the things that cost the most money, I enjoy the least. Yeah. And some of the things that cost virtually nothing. Like for instance, I have a, I have a membership at an LA fitness in Barry that I've had for years. It cost me $40 a month. And, and one of my favorite times of, of any time is when I'm just by mm-hmm. myself, I have my earphones in, yeah. I'm doing a workout yeah. and it's just me, the workout and yeah. my thoughts. It's just fantastic. Um, yeah. 
you know, training in the martial arts. It's, mm-hmm. it's really not that, it's not that expensive at all. And I yeah. get a lot, I hold community I get to hang with. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of things that people can do in retirement, whatever their passions might be. Yeah. It's, it's not really capital intensive Yeah. and gives you a whole lot of fulfillment in doing. Well, I think a lot of our, our business owner clients too, they, they have a lot of experience, right? And you think mm-hmm. a lot of the startups and incubator companies that are out there, we love those types of yeah. conversations with somebody who has years and years of experience. So I could see myself getting into that and, you know, how business oh, like operates. consulting maybe startups and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, and not yeah. even, you know, you could probably get a consulting fee, talk. or but even just kind of getting in, immersed in the energy of mm-hmm. it all to keep you really engaged. But it's interesting you talk about a consulting fee. I mean, I I, I have a friend who, uh, you know, he's, he's about mid-60s, let's say, and yeah. he was a, uh, a successful business person throughout his whole life he's one of my neighbors and a really great guy he retired a couple years ago and he was one of these guys that like he, he just goes like look i can do whatever i want so i'm going to teach i'm going to teach and he teaches mm-hmm. at that at, at georgian college and he's and he doesn't care i mean he cares about the kids he just doesn't care he doesn't have to sit there and you know get barked at by the administrators or anything like that he's going he has a curriculum he teaches it well and he and he gives frank teaching advice to mm-hmm. the students that he's teaching his students love them. Oh, I bet. Yeah. They I love bet. Them. They would they're crave like, for that. They're sort craving of, yeah. for this. It's not some academic, you know, because he's he's wise. He's you know, he has accumulation of all this mm-hmm. experience. And now he's his purpose now is to impart as much of it as he can yeah. to to another generation. Yeah. So to circle it back, like did he always want to teach, for example, that no. your specific neighbor? So no. he just he found a whole new passion, like a whole new desire just, yeah. to, just he, to teach and he literally, perhaps maybe even give back or, or, or whatnot. I don't from say the he, sounds like it, he doesn't need to really do it for the money. God, right? no. Yeah, yeah. See, there you go. No, like, no, no. no. If, I, if, if I had his money, I'd burn mine. But you know, <laughs> at, the end, at the end of the day, yeah. well, I think I don't think he, I mean, I don't think it was an epiphany on one morning he decided to teach. But I think, right. you know what, you're retiring and you're working around in your garage mm. or you're, go, you're doing whatever you do. And then you realize this is a way I can give back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that might be volunteering at the hospital. I mean, that's one thing I haven't done enough in my life is, is, is charity. Volunteering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have not done enough of that. Um, and that's something that I owe. That yeah. I owe this back in my life is doing far yeah. more Helping charitable the community. work than I'm doing right now. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And Jalal, you've been into all, you're so, you're into everything and anything. Have you ever kind of daydreamed? You're very, very young. Yeah, like how, you know, in your case, Jalal, you how, how does a retired internet billionaire, you know, recreate work? I mean, I've always been curious that's about good, you. That's a good, that, that's a very good question. Um, no, I, I haven't daydreamed, but I do have some kind of, uh, some sense of what I want to do. So first of all, I'm a little like you, Amy. I don't really think that I'll ever just abandon yeah, work. Yeah. I definitely look forward to the fact that like, I don't have to work to actually live. Like I'm just working to kill time and to keep growing because I do I think sociologically speaking you do learn a lot about life and about society and about culture you do keep up with the times Mm -hmm. as you as you're constantly working like I've noticed that in in my family for example like the elders in my family the fact that they stopped working right now like the ones that are retired yeah I feel like there's a huge disconnect between them and like in the um the generations that right, came after them, right. right? Disconnect a little from. So I do want to keep working, but there are a couple things that, you know, I, I want to do. Like I've always wanted to learn the cello, for instance, right? Cool. So I, did you know I, I, used, I never, used to play trumpet? I used to play I, trumpet. I didn't know it. Really? Really? Oh, what a quinky dink. Anyway, <laughs> I, I would not <laughs> have thought, I would not have thought you know how to play the trumpet or used to play. Uh, well, it. I don't know how to play it now. But I know so, how to play it still. Really? I do. Uh-oh. 
Yeah, no, aren't you the best, best in the West? I was a very good student. I will say that. Good God, honestly. All right. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no. Um, and um, I, I'm really looking forward to possibly even like devoting some time to like write a book. I I, I just love academics, so yeah. I, I really want to. We've actually get, had a few clients my, um, that have gotten into either writing parts of books yeah. or writing a full novel. Yeah. Like it's yeah. really neat to see yeah. the stuff that they would get your, into. Would your book have a lot of pictures? <laughs> <laughs> Sean will read all it. pictures, Sean. All pictures. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's pretty much how I how I daydream. But for example, for me, and I think a lot of millennials, like you and I, are both millennials, Amy. I think. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't see myself like retiring, or and even yeah. if I like fully retire, I I'm just not into like the whole traveling scene and you know. Mm-hmm. But Jalal, like, what you feel is very common because yeah. when yeah. I was your age. Yeah. Long time ago. Yeah. I, I, I had the same thing. I felt the same thing. Now, now, I mean, look, I don't think I'm going to retire for another decade and a half or so. Yeah. Yeah. Because I love what I do. Right. But, but where something was way, way off in the distant horizon, now, now I can see it kind of yeah. on the other side of the lake kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's important. I, I think it's important. Like the fact that you just said, um, that used to be like, you used to think like me. Yep. And I think humans do have to like, you know, even the ones that are working now, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever ideas, whatever plans they have for their retirement yeah. has to be kind of adaptable or malleable because things might change, obviously. Of right? course. And then I think, in your I think by having these thoughts and really kind of, again, getting reacquainted with yourself and like, what is it that I think I'm going to do? It also helps us from the financial standpoint, because when you just throw out travel it's like well how are you going to travel yeah, and, and is it like luxury short term long yeah. term like and i think people forget uh, when it comes to travel you do need a lot of energy to travel and you may not have the, you know that level of energy unless you stayed which is what another thing yeah. that you know that i wanted to bring up your health mm-hmm. you know the fact that people are planning for retirement you must take your health i think seriously like yeah. me for instance i love snowboarding like all i when winter comes i can board every day you know, yep. from open to close, right? right? But the point is, I sometimes think about it, and I, although I'd love to board uh, when I'm retired, will I have the, you know, the the, the health and the vitality to mm-hmm. actually board? It's mm-hmm. not easy. It, you know, it puts a huge strain on your on your quads, on your knees, yeah. on your core. Yeah. So I'm just hoping that I can stay healthy enough that I can actually I can actually do that right. when I'm retired. So planning for retirement also takes into consideration. So what your things can you do now then? You know, this speaks to anyone who wants to continue on an activity or start an activity, Mm -hmm. let's say five, 10 years down the road. What things do you do now to make sure you can snowboard for longer periods of time? Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, me personally? Yeah. So me personally, I'll be honest, within COVID, I've actually changed up my eating habits. I've, I've stopped eating out as much, right? And even when I do eat out, I'm more conscious of what I eat. Right, right. Um, COVID really messed up a lot of things for me because I was hitting the gym pretty like religiously before COVID and then COVID just shut everything down and like your schedule just got completely thrown off. So I'm trying right now to get back into the groove of trying to stay like physically fit. Yeah. (laughs) Not the biggest. It's hard. So so one of the key things as you get older, right, is your your body, and this is very important as you move into retirement, your body naturally loses a pound of muscle every year you, you progress in age. So it's a very, it's a, it becomes mm-hmm. really important once you, I don't know that. Yeah, absolutely. So once you crest the age of 45, that, that process starts going in earnest for males. I, mm-hmm. I don't know what the number is for females, but yeah. it's a similar yeah. relationship. Yeah. So you have to fight in earnest that thing from happening to your body because what happens is a lot of injuries occur because you lose the muscle mass and, and specifically around your peripheral joints, like your shoulders, your knees and so on and so forth. Yeah. The support mechanisms muscularly around them erode. And then that's how you, 
get the mm-hmm. crazy stuff that happens mm-hmm. when you're doing activities. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, like a plan around that can be very important. You know, seeing a personal trainer, a nutritionist and so forth to say, okay, what do I need to do? You don't have to turn around and become Arnold Schwarzenegger or anything, but yeah. you should be yeah. working on that. Yeah, stuff. exactly. Yeah. I just want to have like, you know, the energy, the endurance, you know, cause when you board, sometimes you fall, I don't want to have to risk breaking like a, a bone just because I fell off on, yeah. you know, I, I fell on a hill and I still want, in all honesty, I still want to be able to do double diamonds when I'm, when I'm 65 <laughs> and 70. I don't want to have to go to through bunny hills. I'm no bunny hill. The, the point of this conversation was to share with, with, all of you, our listeners, you know, what yeah. retirement might look for us and some yeah. thoughts around that. If you want to retire like Clint Eastwood from Gran Torino and, and <laughs> shut up people to get off my lawn. And by the way, that sounds kind of fun to me yeah, sometimes. sometimes. that sounds yeah. fun. Yeah. You know, be, you know, so be it. It's more about putting some thought into the purpose of retirement so that you don't wake up day one yeah. with nothing to so, do. Yeah. I have one last question for you guys. So sure. in, you guys have a lot of clients that are obviously retired or close to retirement, but you guys also have a lot of clients that are still young, right? Mm-hmm. In, maybe in their twenties, thirties, forties, and they're still a little far off from retirement. So, what would you advise them? Like, what what's your advice to them and how they, non financially speaking, yeah. how they can prepare mentally, prepare yeah. emotionally, prepare for that retirement? You know, like Amy, you mentioned purpose, right? Yeah. You know, how, what would you? How would you guide them from now? Or what, what's your advice well, to them? Well, that, see, that's a big part of when we do the plan. That's yeah. the stuff we want to talk about. So a lot of clients will come in and be like, well, they probably don't want to know. They just want to know how much it costs. We don't. We actually want to know, like, what is the goal? Is the goal, you know, to, to snowboard in 65? Like, we want to know the specific goal. Because part of goal planning is, and you do this with any coach that you work with, is once you kind of articulate the goal, now you have somebody that's going to ask you about the goal and you're more likely to keep that top of mind to achieve mm-hmm. the goal when you kind of have that accountability part tied to it. But having those tangible goals of what it looks like and feels like, we actually put, we can put that into the plan. We can have that as a tangible goal not only from a financial standpoint, but as we're daydreaming and talking about what the future holds, because your your point is, yeah, things will change and, and they yeah. inevitably will. But it's having that as part of a conversation. That's the level of detail we want to know about. So the financial plan, even though it's called a financial plan, will take into consideration non, non-financial factors of, of retirement. Absolutely. Yeah. That, ultimately, that's what it comes to life. Mm-hmm. Of course. Like, a, like a money doesn't like money is inanimate. When you yeah. think about it, it allows yeah. you to do stuff, but but it comes yeah. to life when you're yeah. following your It has no inherent purpose. value. Yeah. It only has value yeah. in, in terms of what it can get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's also important, like, to jot that down, you know, even for those individuals and investors that are like in their 30s or 40s, to jot it down in a plan. Because that way, if you ask your advisor 30, 40 years down the road, when you do mm-hmm. decide to retire, for instance, hey, uh, you know, hey, Amy, I'm retired now. What do I do? It's yeah. like you can go back to that plan. Well, hey, you told me you know, you know, a couple decades back or three decades back that you always wanted to do yeah. this. Well, why don't you, you know, well, maybe, a lot, maybe of, a lot of young folks you are doing it a that. little bit different, right? They've seen their parents wait until a certain age and maybe they're not as healthy as they wanted to. So they don't get to do the big trips that were kind of on the bucket yep. list. So a yeah. lot of younger folks are saying, I can't want to do those trips now. How do I budget for some of those big trips now, but also save for the future? Gotcha. So yeah. it, having that as part of, again, the overall yeah. plan is huge piece for us. Yeah. So, so stay tuned. We might be having a few more conversations around this and uh, we absolutely. might bring yeah, in a, a special guest or, uh, or Thanks, two Sean. to talk with us. Thanks. Yeah.